Welcome to day 103 of Shaped by the Word. We're in our third season, Story of Prophets, and uh, we've been reading Isaiah, and Isaiah is a prototypical top, you know, that that's a weird word to use, but he uh, really gives us the passion of, of, of the Old Testament prophets, not only in foretelling the future, but looking into the present and looking into the past and, and calling us to the help, you know, that God has, you know, God has created us uh, for so as we read today you're going to hear once again uh, you know a theme that's going to become louder and louder and bigger and bigger as we continue through Isaiah and that's the theme of of the servant and, and you're going to hear uh, kind of the way that the the theme uh, is is mingled you know with two different servants uh, there is a servant you know by the name of Israel and then there the servant that's called to complete and minister to Israel. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to feel, you know, at first we're talking about one servant and all of a sudden to realize that we're talking about the other. And so it's kind of a fun passage, you know, to read as we do that. One of the big themes in, in Isaiah and, of course, one of the big themes in, in Scripture as well. So we're in Isaiah chapter 49. Uh, before we read, uh, we pause. And we pause recognizing it's, it's a holy moment. Uh, we offer ourselves, you know, to the Lord because we're not simply, you know, reading words to learn facts. We are we're entering into us to love the Lord our God with all of our heart and all of our soul and, and all of our strength. And we're hanging on His every word because He has our affections. And not only that, in, in His words, as, as Jesus said, you know, to the Pharisees, uh, you search the Scriptures because you think they lead you to life. And these are the scriptures that point to me, and that's the way we want to read scripture, to receive the life that comes through Christ, through the hope that we find in scripture. Mm-hmm. So before we read, Cindy, do you mind lifting us up with a word of prayer? No, do I. By the way, I'm Paul here with Cindy, David, and Matt, mm-hmm. and Cindy's going to pray for us. Okay. <laughs> Father, thank you for this time. I'm reminded that you have told us that it is the fear of the Lord, Father, that is the beginning of wisdom. Um, we, we would pray for that now, Lord, that our awe of who you are and how you have revealed yourself in, in your word is, is meant for our good. Um, Father, that you um, align, align our hearts appropriately when we see who you are and who we are not. And uh, so I would pray even now, Father, that your word would penetrate our hearts, would show us areas, Father, where we... Um, where we lack, Father, where we love and worship uh, idol above you, um, that you would, Father, cause our hearts to um, confess these these wrongs, Lord, and that you would refresh us uh, by being in your word in this, this time. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Isaiah 49. Listen to me, you islands. Hear this, you distant nations. Before I was born, the Lord called me from my mother's womb. He has spoken my name. He made my mouth like a sharpened sword, and the shadow of his hand he hid me. He made me into a polished arrow and concealed me in his quiver. He said to me, You are my servant Israel, in whom I have displayed my splendor. But I said, I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing at all. Yet what is due me is in the Lord's hand, and my reward is with my God. And now the Lord says, He has formed me in the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him and gather Israel to himself. For I'm honored in the eyes of the Lord, and my God has been my strength. He says, Is it too small of a thing for me, uh, for you to be my servant, to restore the tribes of Jacob and bring back those of Israel I have kept? I will also make you a light for the Gentiles, 
that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. This is what the Lord says, the Redeemer and Holy One of Israel, to him who was despised and abhorred by the nation, to the servant of rulers. Kings will see you and stand up. Princes will see you and bow down because of the Lord who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel who has chosen you. This is what the Lord says. In the time of my favor, I will answer you, and in the day of salvation, I will help you. I will keep you, and I will make you to be a covenant for the people, to restore the land and to reassign its desolate inheritance, to say to the captives, come out, and to those in darkness, be free. They feed beside the road, and they find pastures on every barren hill. They will neither hunger nor thirst, nor will the desert heat or the sun beat down on them. He who has compassion on them will guide them and lead them beside springs of water. I will turn all my mountains into roads, and my highways will be raised. See, they will come from afar, from the north and from the west, and from the region of Aswan. Shout for joy, you heavens. Rejoice, you earth. Burst into song, you mountains. For the Lord comforts his people and will have compassion on his afflicted ones. But Zion said, The Lord has forsaken me. The Lord has forgotten me. Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will never forget. See, I've engraved you on the palms of my hand. Your walls are ever before me. Your children hasten back, and those who laid you waste depart from you. Lift up your eyes and look around. All your children gather and come to you. Assuredly, as I live, declares the Lord, you will wear them all as ornaments, and you will put them on like a bride. Though you ruined and made desolate and your land laid waste, now you will be too small for your people, and those who devoured you will be far away. The children born during your bereavement will yet say in, their, say in your hearing, This place is too small for us. Give us more space to live in. Then you will say in your heart, Who bore these things? I was bereaved and barren. I was exiled and rejected. Who brought these things up? I was left all alone. But these, where have they come from? This is what the Sovereign Lord says. See, I will beckon to the nations. I will lift up my banner to the peoples. They will bring your sons in their arms and carry your daughters on their hips. Kings will be your foster fathers and their queens your nursing mothers. They will bow down before you and their faces to the ground. They will look the dust at your feet. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Those who hope in me will not be disappointed. Can plunder be taken from warriors or captives be rescued from the fierce? But this is what the Lord says. Yes, captives will be taken from warriors and plunder retrieved from the fierce. I will contend with those who contend with you and your children I will save. I will make your oppressors eat their own flesh. They will be drunk on their own blood as with wine. Then all mankind will know that I, the Lord, am your Savior, your Redeemer, and the Mighty One of Jacob. You see in here, you know, some of the images, both again, and we talked about this as part of the fabric of the prophets, you see both images of judgment and and images of uh, mercy, reconciliation, and, and restoration. And, of course, even though the nations have had their moments and they've looked more powerful than Israel, they've been an instrument in God's hands to, uh, you know, to accomplish His purposes, even though they haven't acknowledged God. Here they, they will finally be judged and Israel will experience the fullness you know, of God. And they're wonderful images of children, of prosperity, mm-hmm. of sheep. They're all kind of mingled together. And, and the word pictures are very vivid. Anytime we read through Isaiah, I like this guy. Mm, yes, you do. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, these word pictures are, are fantastic. I mean, yeah. even just this week, how much we've seen just these movements from, you know, hey, judgment's coming. Hey, but you know what? I will, in the midst of judgment in Babylon, you know, in exile, I'll raise up another, you'll be rescued. And then this restoration. And I mean, you're just, I wonder what it would be like at times to read Isaiah and think, what is, what is he talking? <laughs> I mean, it helps reading with the kind of, you know, the past and the past. But but even the past and the past, these things are meant for our present edification and encouragement as well. That And we're seeing these you know, incredible promises that the Lord does not forget his people, that the Lord contends with those who contend with his people. And and just being reminded that this is this is indeed the sovereign one of Israel and, and what he has promised he brings about, um, both exile and restoration. Um, but even beginning to see these little seeds of a future, you know, kind of ultimate restoration that will come as well. Yeah. Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? And, and then, of course, the answer is possibly. You know, that she may forget, I will not forget you. See, I've engraved you on the palms of my hand. Uh, your walls are ever before me. And, of course, we, we have a, that habit. A lot of people have that habit of something they really want to remember. They write on the back of their hand or on the you know, palm of their hand so that they can remember it. And God says, I, I've, I've got you, you know, engraved on, on the palm of my hand. It's not, you know, ink that's going to be sweated off. You know, that's how often I think of you and how often I remember you. And I remember my promises in it for you. And, and what a beautiful thought, you know, that we have. Uh, these images, you know, uh, of God, you know, not only this strong, masculine, you know, presence who fights for us, but it's very tender beautiful motherly person who holds us you know with affection and, and, and cannot forget us so you, you see you just the, the images are nice they're vivid one of the great irony of that image is you know zion says you've forgotten me and yet mm -hmm. as we've been reading it's god's people who have forgotten him you know the lord does not forget his people <laughs> and the Lord does not forget his promises and yeah. um, his covenants. And I love that in eight and nine, um, I will keep you and will make you to be a covenant for the people. I'm assuming this is in regards to speaking of the, the savior or the other one, but also that the restoring, other one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be Jesus maybe, yeah. but to, to restore the mm. land and reassign its desolate, desolate inheritance and to free the captives. So it, it really is about fulfilling the promises, you know, and, and just seeing that fulfilled yeah. in Christ. And, and, you know, we need to know when we read the Bible as a whole, we're reading an Eastern text. So it's right. not only, you know, coming from an ancient culture, it's coming from a, diff a completely different culture. Mm -hmm you know, than Western culture. And, and this is beautiful artistry and how, you know, they talk about these images. Matt was saying it's hard for us to completely follow them. Mm -hmm. uh, but what Isaiah is doing to you is kind of introducing them, pulling back, introducing and pulled yeah. back, and it'll mm -hmm. get more and more vivid. And, and you're talking about two servants. He's, he's named it my servant Israel. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you have this servant complaining of a we spend all our energies for nothing. No, no you haven't. You've mm -hmm. spent all your energies for other, other things. But then you have another servant, you know, that's coming to redeem Israel. Mm -hmm. And so uh, you see in him the 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 true Israel. Everything that Israel was not, we we find in in Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so you'll have these these two different themes: those who were created to be and reflect everything that we finally find in Jesus, in in Jesus Himself. 
and he has completed these things for us, and that's what we mean by his righteousness. We are presented before God, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that he uh, not only has obeyed perfectly, you know, uh, the word of God, he has taken the punishment for us, and both of these things are gifted to us, you know, through him. So we stand in his righteousness because we are in union with him. It's not a foreign gift. We, mm-hmm. we are in him, and we stand um, with his sacrifice or with his 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 payment of our sin and the two things together are beautiful. And of course, one of the things we finally want to realize is not only have we been gifted his righteousness, but we want to be a reflection of that gift as we bear out his righteousness in the way that we love. Mm-hmm. It's been another, you know, fun week, you know, and, and by fun, I say at least for us, you know, <laughs> and shaped by the word, uh, we've given you a couple of Psalms in our you know, reading plan to read tomorrow. And of course we hope you'll gather with, you know, God's people, uh, you know, as we find ourselves in the season of Advent and begin to reflect on uh, the servant given to us, the word who became flesh. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sign is, you know, Isaiah says, you know, that God is with us, the child that has been given to us, upon whom the government, is, uh, entire government is put on his shoulders. He's a wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, and the prince that brings peace. Mm-hmm. So we hope you... Uh, are richly drawn to uh, the depth of Isaiah as he describes this gift in, in vivid ways. Father, thank you for who you are. Thank you for the gifts that you give. And, and thank you for the fact that they're not just simply things that we even put on the shelf or enjoy and delight in, but they're things that move deep, that means of grace into our hearts and change our, our very character. Uh, during this Advent season, Father, may we May we turn toward the one who has rescued us, who has loved us, mm-hmm. uh, who has come from the Father who, who cannot forget us, has our names engraved on his palm. Thank you for your deep affection for a wayward people, in, in, including me, as Matt prayed for earlier, and Matt, as I'm praying for right now, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.